And welcome once again to Living in the Past. We are in June of 1996, uh, in our 1996 season. My name is Paul. This is Ben. Living in the Past. Ben? <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> welcome to another mediocre episode of Look Back at What Shit. Um, look, uh, we've I got lots of stuff there. coming up. Hey, hey, I, I, look, we've got lots of stuff coming up. We've got some music There's so news. much stuff coming up. Uh, we've got... Um, we got some uh, cable guy coming up. We got uh, one of the best movies I've seen in a long time involving a uh, former governor of California. Mm. Uh, we've got um, a strange addition into the uh, Aria charts that will uh, only last there for a, for a one for one month or one week. But uh, man, it just it, it, we finally see some uh, some change there. But we we're, yeah, we're... I, I love when I I'm not going to say I, I'm in depth about my research, but like. I look at the the sheets you make up, and I add to them, and I skim through them, and then you say stuff at the side of the episode. And I'm like, "Ooh, what? This is exciting. Ooh, What's he talking is... about?" <laughs> and I say, "Ooh, this is August." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm not getting any of what you're putting down here. Okay, cool. So let's get into this. Yeah. This is a good start to the episode. Let's get into uh, living in the now, which is where we talk about stuff that's not noise related, uh, and it's time for that right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I also we're we're recording this at night. We usually do it, you know me, after my pancakes and coffee in the morning. <laughs> we're doing this at night on a Monday of all things. So it's been if time. I, if I, I yeah, like... yeah, I this is the you'll have the complete mirror opposite of uh of of a living the past episode. So, um, I have not been doing much at all apart from trying to watch stuff from the nineties. Um, have you gone to the cinema? Lately? Uh, we went you to You saw the another, thing. Yes, we did another bonfire club. How was that? You better say you liked um, that. I did like it. Uh, it was... I found it more enjoyable having watched the I Think You Should Leave egg game version. <laughs> There's a scene in the thing where he's playing chess on a computer. I oh, hadn't seen the thing before, yeah. by the way. I thought oh, really? I'd seen the thing, but I, apparently I haven't. Wow. Um... So yeah, there's a scene where he's like playing this little chess game. Yeah. But someone has edited it so that he's playing the egg game from I Think You Should Leave. I... That's hilarious. And that made me smile during the film. And in that bit in the movie, and like, you know, groan if you want at my, you know, wokeness, I always hate the fact that he calls the machine a bitch. <laughs> like it seems so yeah. easy for him to have said that. It, every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, I, I hear it, I'm like, Ugh, come on, Kurt. You're yeah. better than that. Um, is he though? Because for some reason, <laughs> the random pilot just is, even though he's not the leader of this group, just becomes the outright leader and like just the tough guy at, at, at everything. Did you like the whole, like I, every time I watch that, I kind of forget, like I watch it, like you, you kind of watch it for the, the gross bits where like, you know, the things are walking around and it's like all like mutilated and stuff like that. Like the actual storytelling that's kind of genius because like, you don't know why that dog's being shot at for a while. Yeah, that that was really frustrating. That went on for a long time. And I was like, yeah. why are you wasting so many bullets 
yeah. on a random dog that's running away from you. And you're like, oh. Yeah, and then you find out. And, and then, then you do you think how, how shit they are at trying to kill things? So do you think who do you think is has been infected at the end of the thing? Spoilers. With the with the survivors? Yeah, so there's two survivors. There's Kurt Russell and Keith David. Um, I think it's Keith David. He's amazing. I didn't even realize it was him for like the first forty minutes. Yeah, and they did a close up. I was like, oh, he's a lot of Carpenter films. It's great. So who do you reckon um, is infected? I I left assuming that neither of them were. See, apparently. There's one person breathing out steam and one person not. Oh, why you and I'm not going to tell you who. So you have to watch that again. Oh, man. I'm not going to watch it again. Um, apart from that, I've been going on a... Well, I didn't go to that one. Was there any um, audience participation that was not wanted? Uh, there was one. Uh, when the oh. captain comes up, uh, a person behind us went, Eyebrows. <laughs> oh man because he, he does he does and I, I always think it's uh james cromwell from babe but it's not um, no we'll see yeah. him this month we will um, um one other thing um uh, it's, it's rare that we do plugs on here nowadays yeah um yeah it has reached that time of year again where ben is participating in the adelaide rec link community cup watch ben do sport yeah, watch Ben do sport and watch a bunch of musicians do sport and a bunch of scummy journalists try and do sport. It's hilarious. It is being played in Mount Barker this year on the 10th of September. Now, Ben, would so, that be streaming anywhere? Uh, I believe it should be on Channel 44, but it may not be live. Might not be live. Sometimes okay, sure. they play it delayed, you know, like old school Channel 7 days. All right. Uh, well, You can that's... buy tickets to it. Yep. You can go along to it. You can buy tickets and not go to it. Do whatever you want. Um, but it's up in Mount Barker on the 10th of September. It should be fun. There's kid stuff. There's food. There's bands. There will be running around. a link in the uh, comments. I mean, not comments, but the in the description. So yeah, you yeah, there you click go. on that link. If you listen to this after the 10th of December, then shame on you. And if you're not from Adelaide, more shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, with that confusing segue, let's get into <laughs> the events of 1996. All right, so in 1996, the June in the June of 1996, man, it is late. It's 6th of June. You um, know my grandma used to say July and we always made fun of her because she said the July, the July. Yeah, we'll get to that um, We had Woody Harrelson uh, got arrested for planting hemp seeds. How um, times have changed. Look at him now. Now, well, yeah. But um, this was a bit of a publicity stunt. So uh, basically, he was um, he lives in Kentucky, and there is a when they worked out that marijuana's you know bad for the soul. Um, <laughs> I mean, so what, do you, what, what do you think? Um, they they banned marijuana and hemp. So and hemp is actually used for a lot of stuff. Hemp was actually one of the major crops of Kentucky, and it was actually uh, a big blow to the state when they stopped um, using that. So Harrison was like, "Look, I'm planting this because it's actually not a big deal. Um, we should be cultivating this and using it." This is where all those um, Woody Harrelson pot jokes came from. I see. Um, okay. Because it wasn't actually pot, it was actually hemp. Um, right. So he... Now it's both, right? 
I think it's Network, yeah. Um, uh, but he he basically rocked up. He rocked up with a CNN news team and also with his lawyer um, who got him out that day. <laughs> so he, it wasn't so much an arrest as it was a publicity stunt for that sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, this is the last time I'm going to mention Marge shot until she dies. <laughs> um, and the only reason I'm um, bringing her up is because the baseball team, um, the Cincinnati Reds, was... Uh, Effectively taken out of her power because of all the shitty stuff she had done. Um, if you don't know what shitty stuff, listen to past episodes where we mentioned Marge Shot. She likes do, it. Do you want to hear what the uh, the headlines, some of the headlines were? Yes. Uh, there was one that was just uh, under pressure by Major League Baseball to step aside after a series of insensitive remarks. <laughs> um, naming Adolf Hitler comments about <laughs> Asians. <laughs> Oh, she's like a, she's like a, I don't know, like a Spanish football commissioner kissing someone. It's just, it's just, you know, disgustingly. Um, she still re- retained her partnership shares. She did. Yeah, she was a controlling she, owner. It was basically she was basically banned from being seen to be having anything to do with team, but she was still she still got money from it. Uh, um, we haven't mentioned a lot of bombings, but there was a lot going on um, during this time. Um, this actually sort of segues into something that you're probably going to cover in the sport with the um, with the soccer. Um, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> of course um, it is. So in Manchester, uh, a, a bomb that was uh, set by the um, RRA... Uh, blew up they gave 90 i think they gave 90 minutes warning but they still didn't get um i think 217 people were injured there was no no one killed but that you know still pretty bad yeah um uh it was uh before the uh game in the um euro 96 uh russia versus germany so um 75,000 people had to be ex um uh, evacuated and um, the bomb squad was unable to defuse the bomb. If you actually go on to like and have a look, it's quite. It was huge, like the amount of debris and everything around. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and this was happening quite often. Um, as I said, like we don't, we don't usually sort of go into it, but this was quite a a, um, a no- notable one. Um. Uh, they did investigate it. Uh, I believe they did make in some arrests, but like it, it, it was very hard to do these days. So um, it take a lot, took a lot, of, a lot of years. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that happened in Manchester, in Ireland, close to it. They finally stopped making divorce illegal, which I didn't think was a thing. And I had to, wow. re- I had to re-Google quite a few times. I'm like, surely not, surely not. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't until, long ago that women couldn't talk in church, wasn't it? So <laughs> up until um, yeah, so they started in November 1995. They they presented to Parliament and they got passed um, that if you have, um, I was trying to find they, they they kept saying like certain conditions, but I'm pretty sure it's like mostly everything. But I'm like, yeah, you could not get divorced before then, which is just insane <laughs> when you think about it. Um, I will say the margin of votes for yes and no for this. Uh, to, to, in 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 favor of doing it, fifty point two eight percent to forty nine point seven two percent. Don't you do it again when that happens? I don't know, man. It's like it's very very small. It was ridiculous. Can you please um find out the the ratio of men versus women? <laughs> I do not. I do not have that with me. <laughs> Is the population of men fifty point two percent? No. 
Will you not be getting divorced? Will <laughs> <laughs> um, heat up my peas? <laughs> um, the Who. You like The Who? You know, it took me two minutes of looking at that sentence on your sheet before I realized what it was. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a quiz because it just said, Who plays for the first time since 1989? <laughs> Yeah, so they played for this thing called the Prince's Trust for the first time since 1989, and they had some um, they had some guest musicians. Do you want to do you want to hear who they were? Was Zach Starkey one of them? Uh, David Gilmore was one of them. Ooh. I believe uh, Eric Clapton was there. I believe Bob Dylan was there. And oh, who taught who joined them on "I've Had Enough"? Oh, Gary Glitter. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thought he would have done on dirty jobs, but you know he did. I've had enough. So I wonder if they brought that up in a uh, Pete Townsend's pedophile case. <laughs> we know who we, we know who you've been cavorting with. Uh, that's not a good look. If you don't know about Gary Glitter, uh, look him up. You don't want to know. So um, one thing I wanted to like this 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 year we've wanted to be a bit more. Um, I don't know. Try to find some of the weird and wonderful things that we've got around us. Yeah. And like we're both quite into um, uh, cryptids and 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 spooky and lots of stuff. And I had high a bit strangeness, of strangeness. We like yeah, to call high it. strangeness. There you go. And um, so I, I have to admit that I got the idea from I was watching uh, the um, Watcher uh, Mystery Files episode about the Chupacabra, and I noticed that um, one of the dates was 1996. I'm like, oh, I should check out oh. and see what um. What Chupacabra sightings were there in 1996? And there was a lot. <laughs> this was a prolific time for old Chupa. If you don't know what the Chupacabra is, <laughs> um, it is a being called a Mexican goat sucker. So, um, but it, it does a lot of other stuff too. It kills all sorts of animals and sucks the blood out. Uh, <laughs> so I looked around and there's a bit of a timeline. Um, I found one on, um, on Princeton's um, uh, site. Um, but there was... So in 1995, there was quite a lot. There was like it was like 35 sightings in 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 three months in Puerto Rico. Uh, in 1996, we had uh, quite. We had um, they moved into Michigan, <laughs> so there was eight um, eight cows found dead uh, with their um, their skinned removed from their hide. Uh, there was also Miami. There was uh, Texas, Mexico. Uh, California, there was quite a lot of Chupacabra goings-ons in 1996. How many of those, though, are serial killers in practice? <laughs> well, maybe that's what Chupacabra is. I don't know. But yeah, um, I like a good old cryptid. Um, uh, like it, That's probably the stuff that sort of really... Um, I don't know. I just I don't know. Like, like anything to do with Bigfoot and stuff like that. I remember once... Um, I was, man. I was hanging out with a friend and she had a new partner and she's like, oh, yeah, he's into like conspiracy theories and lots of stuff like you are. And I was like, oh, okay. I started talking to him and he's talking to me about it. He's like, man, Port Arthur was like a complete like false flag op- op- operation. And I'm like, I like Big- Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Bigfoot? Yes. I don't There's know. But... Two very different uh, thought trains when it comes to these things. Yeah, and he's like, he's. I was like, was it was it Bigfoot in, in Tasmania? I don't know. I was, like, I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're scaring me. Yeah. Like, There's yeah. The folks so like... that believe in lizard people, 
Yeah. And there's the folks that think like, UFOs are probably real. Yeah, and that's me. That on the second one. And like the lizard people thing he was right into too. He was he actually went and saw that dude, um, is it David? That guy that floated the lizard people theory came to Adelaide and did a talk and he went went yeah. to it. It's quite a thing. There was a I, I like it, there's a couple of um things for chupacabras. Apparently they smell like wet dog. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I wonder if it's a wet dog. <laughs> they're they're basically people were like locking up their um animals at night. Like they they were it was quite a thing because like people were actually leaving, losing like their livelihoods because their their livestock were being murdered. Yeah. Um, and there's still no hard evidence. Um, I mean, look, you can go down the uh, YouTube black hole that I went down. <laughs> Of chupacabra sightings, but uh, a lot of them seem to be VFX is quite well used these days. Yeah, it's so say. hard nowadays to find stuff that's real or, cool. or so, trust if it's real. Yeah. Um, and we go, sorry, I probably should have, um, put this along with the with the with the Who one, but um, in uh, music also we had the Tibetan Freedom Concerts, which were quite a thing um, back in like I remember this. These were held every year for a few years, and then everyone stopped caring <laughs> i don't know um but yeah there's um i remember there was one particular uh that um they they had a lot of footage from and um i think uh, like rancid played a set there and um they did the a cover of the the harder they come and it was like it was one of those it's one of those videos you saw on rage once and then they just didn't play it ever again and i'm like <laughs> I think I even wrote into range <laughs> and they didn't respond who would have thought because I'm an idiot I think I think once uh, Brad Pitt lost interest in it everyone else did uh, he's not yeah. allowed to go into uh, he's still an enemy of the state from what I've heard for that film that he did that was uh, Will Smith no no <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh uh. Dad joked mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's, uh, I think that's it. Oh, uh, yeah, Kiss and Sexy Soul started their world tours. Uh, give a shit. <laughs> Kiss started theirs in Detroit. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's move on to sport. What a legend. What a champion. That's been a marvelous game here. So I know you like a bit of drama and a bit of a, usually just some, some fun, uh, drunk driving or some drug incidents. (gasps) We got Daryl. We have not got Daryl. This is not on the fun side. I'm just going to go through the baseballers that are through in that Simpsons episode. I've, I've never heard of this guy. Um, I'm sure if, you know, if there's any American listeners, they may have heard of him. This would have been semi big news. Yep. Uh, along with O.J. Simpson, people probably didn't really care. But a young Seattle Seahawk player called Brian Blades. Ooh, nice name. How cool is that name? Oh, hey, good name. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't know how I didn't see any of this news leading up till now. But on okay. June seventeenth, uh, he was convicted of manslaughter. Ooh, which man but, did he slaughter? I don't know. Probably a cowboy. But, that was a football joke. The judge... uh, (laughs) Jesus, it was The judge threw out the jury's verdict and acquitted him. Oh, why? 
Um, they said the prosecution's failure to provide enough evidence. Did the guy just look at him? He's like this big hulking footballer. He's like, I didn't yeah. do nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, he's only a wide receiver. He's probably not that scary. I don't know. Um, You're a wide receiver. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't, after I saw it, like there's very little real info about it. I just, I, I, I feel like this kind of happened a lot with, with like athletes in America where people just like pin crimes on them because they couldn't tell the difference between human beings. Yeah, I like, killed oh, someone. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy did it. Who's going to do it? But, Brian Blades did this. <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> but he shot him. Stab him a couple of times. <laughs> That's his trademark. Uh, Brian. Uh, but yeah, we- weirdly, not a lot of info on it. But, you know, pre- pretty pretty wild. Thought it was he worth mentioning. Sorry to have BB into his chest. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> um, I think I mentioned last month about the uh, Amble Championships in Spain. Sure did. Maybe. Did I? Did I mention the winner? Because I don't... Th- no, I wouldn't have. Because You would have, you would have kept June. me hanging on. Yeah, I love keeping you hanging on. Yeah. Um, the final was in June, so I wouldn't have been able to tell you. Sadly, the hosts lost to what is now called Russia. <laughs> 23-22. Some other what shouldn't be big news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wimbledon was happening. That's the, the tennis racket sport one. So ball, England, had, small ball. England had Wimbledon and Euro 96 going on. Yeah, at the same time. Wow. It's like Adelaide in March. Good thing you do not have a crossover of fans there because you've got the small ball sport and the big ball sport. So they don't. <laughs> I, they don't I, can I, can I share a, a sport thing? Um, Please. So yesterday we have a park near our place that has uh, soccer on and, and baseball. We, and baseball. And we walked down there um, to kick the ball around, which we couldn't do because they were on the soccer river. <laughs> but um, we were watching it and. I just saw, like, is every single stereotype you could ever have on, like, these soccer teams was amazing. But, like, the one I found most was, like, I remember even when I used to play soccer, like, as a kid, there was just always these bald British dudes with, like, oh, yeah. bright red skin that would just and they and their 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 voices are hoarse just because they can't <laughs> they can't whisper or talk normally. Yeah. And like they all just look like they've um walked out of a Guy Ritchie movies in circa nineteen ninety eight, and I was just like, <laughs> just wanted to put out to my boys and like, see them, they're scary guys. Don't <laughs> don't go near them. <laughs> you know what's funny with those British people as well? Just to stereotype, there seems to be two type of British men: the ones that will go lobster pink when they burn, and then back to white. Yeah, and then the ones that are just leather brown. <laughs> If you're English, you either tan like an old sofa or not at all. Oh, these guys were like uh, lobsters. It was just ridiculous. It was just... <laughs> and they were right next to the people and they're like, All right, mate! <laughs> and I'm just like... You're yelling so hard. And it was to, this... to shine your shoes. And it's like... And they're all like, you know, they'll be the, like the gov, the old gov on the side and there's all these young dudes and they're just like, I have to be nice to this guy for some reason. Well, that's it's scary. just fun. It's just funny to see that nothing's changed. Speaking of British people, mm. um, in June of 96, we had what was called the World Bowl. What's that? I can't remember if I've mentioned this before. I feel like I might have. Um, it is American football in Europe. No. 
It was played the Frankfurt Galaxy versus the Scottish Claymores. <laughs> we got to yeah. try this new thing. Let's do it while Wimbledon and Euro 96 is on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no one came to watch. Oh. Uh, no, it was actually like 40,000 people. Um, really? Yeah. Expat Americans, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, Scottish people, what are they doing at Wimbledon? Was Scotland in Euro? Uh, 96, I think they were, yeah. yeah. So back to my semi-big <laughs> news that shouldn't be big news. So Wimbledon was on. Yeah. HBO had three women to commentate on a men's match. Oh, the men will be clutching Outrage. their pearls. Outrage across the country. Michael Johnson breaking the world record for the 200 metres. Nineteen point six six seconds. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I know you don't know what that means, but that's it's a lot. I understand that. I understand. I understand time and space, and in order to get somewhere, like it would take me about nineteen minutes to walk hundred meters. I get that. <laughs> I only mentioned it because I went for a run this morning and. It was not very quick. And then I saw that bit of news and went, fuck. I had this goal a few years ago to run a mile in four minutes, which means you have to run 400 meters in a minute. And Michael Johnson does it in 43 seconds. So So you want to be as close to a Olympic (laughs) gold. How how close do you got to that? Um, I once did a kilometer in... Three minutes forty-five, Jesus. which means I have fifteen seconds to run six hundred meters. <laughs> so not very close. Not very close at all. Are you just running around your neighborhood? Do people just think you're being chased? Uh, just, you... just in the or... living room. <laughs> uh, no, there's a track in North Adelaide, a little like running loop that's measured out two kilometers. Right. So you just run and get sunburnt. Huh. Um, while we're in Adelaide, let's talk about football. Yeah, um, okay. the Crows, the Adelaide Crows, yeah. who, if you know about, you know, the 90 seasons, might have a good time coming. Yeah, maybe. Didn't win a single game in June. <gasps> didn't didn't win a game. The Jarmans weren't there. Losing. Too cold for them. Yeah, they were just losing. That's how it was. Was Modra still um, there? Modra was there. I think this is... No, he's, yeah, he's still there. Got Not a couple doing years. fucking job, apparently. <laughs> Lost, lost to Richmond by 46 points, the, uh, the old cows. Huh. Um, but worth noting, uh, I don't, mm, I can't remember how far they went this year. Sydney was just steamrolling teams through June and most okay. of the year. Uh, they smashed Fitzroy by 70. They beat North Melbourne by 79. Weren't oh, they shit in the nice? <laughs> no, this is. Is this Poros? I think they go on the way this year. Oh. I think they do. Um, they beat Footscray by 46. Yeah. Um, and Carlton only by 11. But still, just... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just, just smashing on through. Good on keep, Sydney. Keep an eye out for Sydney. Um, where are we, June? Oh. So a couple more months. We'll find <laughs> out what happens. Um, speaking of finals, the Stanley Cup finals were upon us. Nice. No one cares. Panthers avalanche. Let's move on. Um, avalanche of Panthers. <laughs> 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 Terrifying. Okay, look, look, this is my sports section, okay? You've got your event section. I've got the sports section. Wow, 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 wow. 
To more somber news, um, none of us wanted to get here, but we have arrived at the NBA Finals. Ah, it was a big deal. Did the Sonics win? The Sonics finally. Did they win after after choking the previous two years without Jordan around? They yep. made it to the NBA Finals. Yep. They lost the first game. Ah. In Chicago. Ah. That's fair. Yeah, you, know, you expect to lose away. They lost yep. the second game. Okay. In Chicago. But that, you're away from home. You, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> um, they lost the third game. <laughs> Where was that? Home in? in Seattle. Oh, okay. That was, that was, that was okay. in Seattle, but yep. they, they're still lost. Okay, what um, about game four? Look, game two, they only lost by four points, so they okay. weren't far off. Is this what we call a sweep? No, because fuck you, game four, uh, they swept the balls back home and won. Mm, and I don't think what? you can say you swept the balls when you just beat them, by, but beat, beat, beat them in one game. But if you beat them two in a row, okay, the series is back at three two. We're back in business. Do they win? We're in with a shot here. They're taking. Are they taking the balls all the way? Do they win? Well, no, because then it went back to Chicago and, and then they lost. Um, okay. But you know. So did the Sonics win? They, they won two of the games. Okay. Out of, out, of, out of the seven. Now I don't. I look. You know me. I'm a bit of a layman when it comes to basketball. Um, if you don't win all the games that you need to, do you win the trophy? I guess you get a silver trophy. Do you? Uh, I actually don't know. I don't think you get a second place in the finals. You don't? So they lost. No. They lost to Michael Jordan. Everyone lost to Michael Jordan. Okay. Just like, uh, yeah, that's cool. All right. What you've all been waiting for, uh, I know my sports has gone longer. Deal with it. Um, Euro 96. <laughs> as, as you mentioned, there was a, a bombing in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, not ideal. There was a bit of seat Not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Put that, put that on the headline. <laughs> we're out here at Old Trafford. It's not ideal. We had to have a bombing, but we're going to go for it anyway. <laughs> well, they did go for it, didn't they? They still played the next day. <laughs> um, yeah, they had some seat dramas as well because the way that uh, UEFA sells tickets and obviously yeah. other countries that people didn't want to go see. I think a lot of the games were sold out, but then people just didn't actually rock up. I remember. Uh, maybe it's oh maybe I'm did they have a World Cup in England too, like in the two thousand sixty six, no in the two thousand sometime. Mm, not a men's mm. soccer World Cup, no. I remember watching something on TV like it feels dated, but like I remember just like yeah, like <laughs> can you imagine just in the nineties especially? I mean, it probably wouldn't be any different now, but like especially in the nineties where you would still have the hooligan aspect. More so than there is now. It would just be oh, yeah. horrible to be any other team apart from England. Playing. So, when England lost to Germany, Germany, yeah. could it be any more fitting? England losing to Germany. <laughs> In the semi-final. Not even oh, yeah, I, remember that. I do remember final. that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there was um, some riots. and uh, There must obviously... be what it is. There must be what I'm remembering, yeah. Yeah. Um, a Russian student it? was stabbed Jesus. because they because people thought he was German. <laughs> Not speaking English properly, he must be from the Germans. <laughs> this is how dumb and gross British people... I went to high school in England and I remember a guy saying, I hate Germans because they killed my grandpa. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? He I wasn't a... didn't kill your grandpa. He was in the in the war, mind. He was... Uh... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we're playing across darts. the street, and a German bus driver just didn't see it. <laughs> Actually, my grandpa was uh, one of that one, the one that um, asked the German to German to eat him as a sex thing. <laughs> sort of like Germans. Wait, what is that? Do you remember that? There's that thing. I, I remember it in the IT crowd. It's based on a true story. There's a, there's a, a German, two German guys. One said that I wanted to eat you, and the other guy's like, "Yeah, that'll be really, that'll be really hot." And he did it, and then he got found <laughs> out. <laughs> there's a movie about it. I think. I think it's called Hunger or something like that. Something like that. But yeah, there's like it's like a it's a it's a kink thing that they do doing. Okay. Which makes Great. the IT crowd one like slightly more, le- less less appropriate, but yeah. Um. Back to the sports section. He was a fine young cannibal. Um, so England and Scotland were in the same group. Wow. How's that for rivalry? Uh, the heartbreak, though. Um, mm. Scotland and Netherlands, Netherlands also, also in this group, were yeah. tied on four points. And they usually go, you know, who won the Scotland-Holland game? Well, it was a yeah. nil-nil draw. All right, who had better goal difference? Actually, they both had minus one goal difference. Well, who scored more goals? <laughs> Netherlands scored three, but let in four. Scotland scored one and let in two. Oh. So the fact Netherlands scored more, they advanced. Wow. Harsh. Very harsh. Very harsh. But I'm pretty um, sure the Scotland, Scotland people, Scottish people were just like, took it with, a, with uh, grace. I mean, they're probably just happy to be there, really. I mean, I'm sure they would have been <laughs> angry, but like... They're not going to win it. They know that. Um, a lot of penalties going on. Netherlands mm-hmm. went out in the quarterfinals to France. Five penalties. Ooh. Um, Spain went out to England on penalties. Ooh. In the, in the quarters. Semis, um, Czech, Czech Republic, pardon me, beat France on penalties. <sighs> Christ. The other semi, England-Germany was penalties. Uh, and then, thankfully, uh, it was goals. Actual on-field goals that divided, uh, decided Germany the winner. Nice. Yeah, that was Euro 96. I'm sure there's more to it. Um, people might want to know. I don't really care. That's not my job. There's your sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do some editing where it bumps up to the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go on to film. Now, a uh, shockingly small film month. Thank um, God. I was, you know what? For the first time in a while, I was not looking forward to anything, really, in this month. Um, I will say also, we're going to talk about The Rock separately with our good friend Craig, so that's going to be a separate episode. Um, so we're not going to talk about The Rock today. It cannot be used in any uh, best ofs. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> So we got the releases were Heavy, The Rock, The Cable Guy, Stealing Beauty, Eraser, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Nutty Professor, and Striptease. That's all, folks. How is that um, it? How? They were getting ready for that big big July coming up. Yeah, better be. They also, they were probably like going, <laughs> words, uh, the word is that Fox is bringing out Independence Day and it's just basically going to take over, so don't even bother. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I can't wait. Um, we've got so I don't know, like I, I didn't, I couldn't find heavy to watch. I know that you watched it. Um, I had Stealing Beauty Kinda. and Striptease, Striptease, 
um, on DVD waiting for like I had I got them from the library and they were just sitting there the entire weekend. I'm like, I don't feel like watching you ever. So I never watched them. <laughs> Striptease. I I was just like, I just don't, I just don't feel like it. You you were right not to. Um, so firstly, I watched Stealing Beauty. I think back when I worked at Blockbuster, because I thought the, the title was nice. Yeah. Okay. So I watched it. Um, I feel like I also might have watched Heavy at some point. It's got Jeremy Irons in it, Stealing Beauty. Stealing Beauty does, yeah. It's, I Book think it's basically a sad film. Line sinker. Sorry. That's, that's not what he's doing in that film. Um, <laughs> basically, a sad girl, I think, goes to Italy and Jeremy Irons paints her naked. She, she, was she sad after that? Because I can imagine anyone being sad after Jeremy Irons painting me naked. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen Alita. Um, Ooh. Heavy, Ooh. heavy, heavy is also a sad Liv Tyler film. Oh. apparently she's a. Teenager. Isn't it weird? And I know this. I don't know. Maybe there's like a thing. Isn't it weird they have these these big blocks of like one actor being in heaps and heaps of films, like in a very short amount of time? Like that. that yeah. That, it just blows my mind. Anyway, they're probably just one take wonders, and they just get through the films quicker. That's true. That's how yeah. I see it. Um. So, yeah, Heavy, yeah, I think I watched at some point uh, along my life. It seemed very familiar. I didn't remember that he had a Boston Terrier, so that was a highlight. <laughs> that's the that that picture that you, that you sent me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Debbie Harry's in it as well. Oh, nice. Um, basically, this sad young girl works at this restaurant with this guy that thinks that he's fat. Um, he's I wouldn't actually call him fat. I, it's It's pretty disappointing. Um, he says to his mum at one point that he was fat and he gets all sad and he stops eating and he tries to be healthy. It's a little bit nutty professorish. Um, yeah. <laughs> at one point, the dog just disappears. Okay. And I don't know if it gets stolen, if it dies. Uh, it's very typical mid-90s indie film. I skipped through quite a lot of it just to find <laughs> out if the dog comes back. I didn't have um, the patience to sit and watch it all. The dog did come back. So it's all fine. Um, was there a uh, a solar silently cracker uh, soundtrack at all? Or no, we will save that for another film. I think. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I can't rate it because I I just skipped through it to see if the dog was okay, and the dog was okay. So I got my kids together and I said, "Let's watch the Hunchback and Hunchback of Notre Dame," because you know that's a kids' movie, and they bailed. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they bailed after a couple of minutes <laughs> because there's a lot of singing in it and uh, I don't know like my youngest doesn't mind singing but my oldest is like he came back and he's like oh it's actually not too bad um, very very dark Disney film it's like one of the last like this one sort of gets forgotten about I think um, there's a there's a song in this one that nearly got cut called Hellfire where it's like this <laughs> this uh, one of the the high leaders of France um, doesn't want to be attracted to a to a gypsy woman, but his penis tells him otherwise. Oh. <laughs> he's basically saying, "Don't." He's basically saying, asking for forgiveness because this 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 gypsy woman's come into his life and he's making him feel feelings he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay, the censors said like, "Oh, you got to make sure that the woman like in the in the um in the song." Apparently, her attire was a little bit too transparent, so they, they needed to put some more clothes on her. Um, it's a cartoon. Yeah. They have to go back and redo it. So, uh, but Hunchback and Notre Dame, yeah. Uh, so, it was uh, uh, Demi Moore 
and <laughs> a very miscast. Um, no, well, Jason Alexander was fine because you need that. You need that. That's that sidekick. But um, uh, Kevin Klein was the prince in this, and it's one of those ones where everyone around him is trying to do like a French accent, but him and Demi Moore are just like American as apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Klein I did not know that she was in that Kevin Klein doesn't even like you know even when he, if you look at the the picture of the character he plays in Hunchback of Notre Dame his voice does not suit that character like it's Kevin Klein so all he's all, when he's speaking all I can think about is like a a funny looking man with like graying hair <laughs> that, <laughs> that was that was president um, with Sigourney Weaver or um, um, isn't he the, the king in Shrek no that's John, John Lithgow yeah I haven't seen it. Same thing. You haven't seen Shrek? No, I haven't seen Shrek. I never will. Well, 2001? Nope. Why not? I'm just... It's just principle now. I'm just not going to watch it. Okay. I think I'll be here, though. (laughs) See. Um, Yeah, if if you're of anywhere of, like... I'm going to guess, like... And this is a broad generalization, but like I'm going to guess anything of like Romanian heritage, which is I assume like where a lot of that gypsy culture comes from. Yes. Um, you are not well represented in this film. Oh, weird. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> but I think it was like it was sort of sign of the times type sort of thing. But yeah, like they 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 do describe gypsy people as uh, not great people, and I'm like, oh, can I keep saying that? Hey, okay. Um, but yeah, and it's all about how they made. There's a song about how ugly the hunchback is, and it's just so harsh. Like this is this is the distinction between uh, Pixar's. You know, we've had our first Toy Story. They've got these these. They're kind of a little bit edgy, but like this Disney, this next lot of Disney films, I think, is where they're like maybe didn't get a lot of uh, oversight. I think it was this, the. That was the Disney style, wasn't it? To you know, be old timey and racist and just yeah. But I think times. like um after this, we're gonna have like stuff like Treasure Planet. It's gonna come out. Um, Prince of Egypt wasn't um Disney, but like we're gonna have like the more like the, the this type of Disney animation is gonna be like the I don't know more prestige one, whereas like Pixar's is gonna like start doing the more sort of popular stuff. Um, Remember the prestige. <laughs> Yes, I do. Um, so, so I, I gave that one three, and I think it was good with three stars. Yeah, three stars. It was oh, good. No. Like the, the it That's looks generous. amazing, and also you can. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. You can see Belle from Beauty and the Beast walking through the town. You can see the Ooh. the rug from Aladdin being um, like dusted in a window, and I think you can see Pumbaa from Lion King on a stake <laughs> about to be eaten. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, no Lion King too. Good times. Oh, that was Lion King one and a half. Let's, did you end up watching Nutty Professor? Did I ever? Fuck that oh, movie. Oh, you sound like... You, oh, okay. I thought for a second you were going to like it. No. That is a gross movie and yeah. there's nothing redeeming about it apart from the fact that Larry Mills in it, who I find amazing. Even that. Um, And, look, <laughs> I laughed in the fart scene. Okay. I laughed in the fart scene because farts are funny. I don't care what you who you are. That scene, that dinner scene is the only good scene in the entire movie because it's like Eddie Murphy's stand up put to characters. All right. Yeah, farts are funny, and when the mum is clapping and yelling Hercules, and the Hercules, kids Hercules. Yeah, 
some of those bits were good. I enjoyed that the grandma sounded like Woody Harrison. <laughs> oh, it, and I will say it took that took me the... a while to pick up on it, but that was funny. And also a, a coming staple of uh, um, Eddie Murphy movies, the uh, the outtakes at the end were great. Yeah, like I like a good I like a good blooper. And uh, was... uh, I liked what I assume was a Blues Brothers nod when he's late to their dinner and he's like, I ran out of gas, out of flat tire, makes all these excuses. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be a Blues Brothers thing. Um, but when but when uh, Eddie Murphy comes on the screen as, as Buddy Love, um, it's it gets real gross real quick. I mean, it gets gross anyway. Um and I I don't know what the point of it is. Like it's it's supposed to be like sort of, you know, pro. You know, you can just be who you are, sort of thing. But like, you can't do that when you make so many fat jokes. <laughs> like it's just it's impossible. weird because <laughs> at first I was confused. Like, okay, so he loses weight. So, um, he loses weight and his hair gets a lot shorter and has a buzz cut. Um, <laughs> but then like he's just suddenly a completely different person. He's confident. Like this is. And you think, like, this is a gross outlook for, oh, okay, this is how people act when... But no, they later make an excuse saying his testosterone is through the roof. Yeah. That's why he turns into a dickhead. So testosterone is bad. Yeah, but, there's but like, not again, enough moral compass involved. You can't do that with, like, all the other shit that you're doing. Dave Chappelle's in it in a very bad role. <laughs> but, like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look. James Coburn's in it. James Coburn is in two movies this month, and I I think he got a new annex to his house. I think that's all he was doing it for. There was this nothing is, this else. This is double month. We got double James Coburn. We've got double quadruple time. Eddie Murphy. Double Liv. Quadruple. Um, <laughs> uh, there was there was someone else. Um, double Demi. Yeah, double Demi. Yeah. What is going on? Um, but yeah, the the night professor I gave one star. Uh, it could have been half. It's to be fair, like I fucking, hate I, I gave it one. I don't really know why I gave it one. There's not. I fell asleep for some of it, and that was the best part. Nice. Uh, I am going to talk about Eraser. I love Eraser. <laughs> you do, but why? Because I worked out that I had never seen Eraser before, and get out. It is fantastic. It is, is... what I needed at the time. It is just action, action, action. And the technology, the technology, Arnie is just in fine form, not knowing that this is the last film he'll do that anyone pays attention to at all. Uh, we got Vanessa Williams trying to act. God damn, she tries to. Um, She's all right. She is not. <laughs> she sings over the the credits with a song that does that actually has the word eraser in it, which I will give props to. Nice. Um. Uh, James James Cromwell from Babe is that his name? James Cromwell. Um, yeah. He it's a really good moment. Okay, I'm gonna give you the background of Razor. So Razor, you start off. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a guy that works for Witness Protection. That he will basically raise you. He, play, he works for Witsec. Witsec, yeah. That's what he, they call it. He um he will erase you from existence, and so like the bad people who are coming to get you, and he knows people everywhere. And some people are now priests, and some people are now, you know, just living in Chinatown and all sorts of stuff. Um, and then, so the Vanessa Williams plays a, she works for a weapons company. By the way, insanely good choice for having someone to work with a weapons company, because 
you've got so much to play with there. Like they could have had all these crazy weapons that they were like doing prototypes for. And the weapon that they do have a prototype for that she is stealing these secrets for is a, uh, what is it? It's like a electromagnetic pulse. And when it fires, it looks hilarious. <laughs> it, they're also really bad at using it for such a dangerous weapon. Oh, it yeah. apparently locks on to people's hearts, but then you can miss them if they yeah. move slightly. No one, no one's trained with this weapon, but it is also in prototype form. Um, but they, how, they, they... how Mission Impossible was this for you, though, on a scale of 1 to Mission Impossible? Mm, I don't know. Like, that, that first half hour, like she goes into that secure oh, room the, when to she like, download the, like, the uh, CDs. Yeah. Fantastic. This is Mission Impossible. Um, and we were sort of going... Yeah, when she goes to her house, <laughs> her house is furnished for a family of five. Like there is just so much shit. Like she has the house of a like a, a mid forties housewife in in mm-hmm. the nineties. Like there's just crap all over the walls. I just don't buy that that was her house at all. Um, she's got a partner that I think they were breaking up, Ex- and then he gets killed. They anyway. broke up three months ago. Yeah, and it's he's kinda... just in her house showering. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> He's almost her Ernie Hudson, but he's not. <laughs> I'm going to call him almost also, Ernie Hudson. So, she gets caught stealing this information from her work. By James Cromwell, and... who shoots himself in the, in, the, in the mouth. But I think, and I believe this might be, I don't know. Did you notice that when he shoots himself, he puts the gun the in his mouth. And he's like, oh! <laughs> and I think that he might have just put the gun too far in the back of his mouth. <laughs> Imagine the last moment before you die as you're gagging. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Have that for eternity now. He's also, when this. he shoots out the window, like they're on the 25th floor and papers are just going everywhere and getting sucked out because of the altitude, apparently. How good is the, um, the back? Like, Mal picked it out. She's like, <laughs> they're on the 25th floor, but you can still see the tops of trees and it looks so painted. <laughs> It was like a Bob Ross like painting. Oh, there was a bit. I don't know if it's the first house where Arnie goes to save that guy from, or Vanessa Womb's house later. Yeah. When you see out the front door, and oh. like, there's just a painting of a house across the street. It's bad. Yeah. There's like there's some stuff that they did not think about. Um, yeah. James Khan plays the uh, bad guy in this, and he loved being a bad guy. Um, did you also notice the the budget James Khan? Uh, what's his name? Mark Mark Ralston. There's doing? another guy with a big scar on his eye. Who oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Um, and we also that guy, the little uh, offsider. Um, is it Danny Nucci or the... No, the Robert Patronelli. He was like the um, Tom yeah. Arnold yep. of this. And of course, James Coburn. <laughs> James Coburn, <laughs> who talks like this. That makes sense. Do you feel like they gave up the bad guy too soon in this or is it trying to not be Mission Impossible and not make you guess it's like oh, this is the nah, I like I like the way they reveal James Khan on the plane um like that <laughs> the other um FBI kid that looked like he was on work experience he was just so nice and like yeah. James Khan just shoots the shit out of him <laughs> yeah didn't even get a, give him a chance to go dirty um yeah didn't give him a chance at all and then um it was just that was, that was my other gripe on the plane is when Arnie pops the door open, and then just sit ne- He just sits next to an open door on a plane. Yeah, just I'm pretty sure like... in those instances, <laughs> from from what I have seen of hijack films and you know 
planes in the sky that get blown <laughs> apart. Things just get sucked out. Like, you're gone. Yeah. If you were seeing the sky, he'd be dead. Door. Yeah. James Cromwell almost got sucked out the window on the 25th floor. <laughs> A window that if you a window that if they when they show you the office like a day later they have not fixed. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really high. It's hard to get to. Um, and then and then James Khan when Arnie's not in the plane they go to fly into him. Oh, that's great! Yeah, let's just get like, going. I again. want his face on this windscreen. Like, would that would that hurt him? Just, no. I imagine he'll just land on the windscreen and just be like hugging the plane. No, he just lands on a car, then some kid like gets fifty bucks out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Um, just when you think this movie's not going to get any better, though, there's a shootout in a zoo, and my lord, he shoots an alligator in the face and says, "Your luggage," and oh, I God. was happy, not for the alligator, but you know, I was just having a good time. I think if you watch it without my glasses on, you'll see that that was a very, very <laughs> fake. It was generated alligator. Oh man, it's it's there's one there's at least one real one they made, but everything else is just like CGI. And I remember terrible. when this came out and it was like, oh, there's this new Arnie movie and they got this big crazy gun. There's alligators. And they're at a zoo. This is crazy. And now I watch it and go, oh god, when will I end? I don't know when I why I didn't watch this. Why I've never watched this. I've just never caught it on TV. Just never. It was amazing. I fucking loved it. I don't know why there's doctors using the defibrillators on a guy that is clearly conscious. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like going, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they don't they don't do that, right? No. And then I mean, when you've I... got like a very high security like a very strong door with like very intense security lock on it. You can't just shoot the lock and then it's open. I almost right? want to give this, uh, this another star right now. I almost from, from me shitting on it. No. And then um, Arnold Schwarzenegger robs her. Did you notice that bit? Yeah. He it's makes fine. her burn all her identification. And she's like, that's everything. He goes, no, it's not. What's that? He's like, oh, my necklace. I've had this since I was a child. And he just takes it. He doesn't put it in the fire. He just walks off. There's some like uh, weird. Apparently, there was a sh- an ending shot where they were, when they got together, um, but they didn't test very well. But like, there is like a simmering thing between those two. Um, spoiler alert: at the end, he just straight up murders three people <laughs> mm-hmm. because he realizes. I'm assuming that he's never going to get them to pay for what they've done. No, um, they'll get away with it. Lawyers will get him out of it. Yeah, so he calls him up on the phone and he's like, you've been erased. And then blows this him up. This is after they fake their own death? Yes. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, watch this movie. It is amazing. Uh, it's hard to find, but it is amazing. Uh, uh, possibly which... the worst action ending ever, though. Yeah, I will give that. The ending, the ending was very... He, he murders them and then he goes and jumps in the car and she's like, what happened? He's like, they got a drain. And then credits. <laughs> and, the, away. and also the credit music came on really long. Like, like really uh, loud, sorry. It was just like, it was like, they caught a train. <laughs> <laughs> this almost made striptease look good. Well, let's, look, let's talk about striptease before we go into Cable Guy because uh, there, there could be a reason why I didn't like this movie. I didn't want to watch this movie. Is it Burt Reynolds? I bet it's Burt Reynolds. Uh, Burt Reynolds is very gross and very Burt Reynolds. Um, he's, he's getting ready for Boogie Nights, but he's drunk. Um, okay. It starts off quite nicely where Demi Moore is just yelling the plot. 
that's how the film begins. She's in, in the courtroom um, debating with a judge about getting access to her daughter from her ex, Robert Patrick. Um, she's lost oh, her really? job at, yeah. She lost her job at the FBI, where she was some sort of clerk data analysis person um, because her partner, ex-partner, is a deadbeat, but he's an informant. Um, okay. And now she has to strip because that's the only job she could get. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's a real weird intro. Um, I'm sad to say that she can't act at all, and it was really bad. This is like up there with barbed wire for me. Ooh, um, yeah. She it's got also... a lot of okay. And this is like look. Let's not let's not hate. This hate is showgirls' on... time as well. This is not hate on Demicast, but like, I wonder. There's a lot of. <laughs> she was great in A Few Good Men. Um, yeah, yeah, she was. I just, I mean, and I haven't watched a lot of other Demi Moore movies, but like, she got a lot of like press, and a lot of like people sort of like were after her. But like, yeah, I, I can't remember a lot of memorable like performances. No, I think a few good men would have been like the real, the real big one. Like, yeah, she was great in that. And I also can't think of any that come to mind. But I've, I've never thought ill of her. I've never thought she was a bad. No. Nah. Actor. What's your job? Um, until I until I saw this film. Yeah. Um, but I guess its selling point was like, look at this Does she do A-list f- actor and she's nude. Is she full frontal? Uh she always has underpants on, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um there's a really weird moment where Michael Jordan is in the nightclub. Ah. And they get like an actual Michael Jordan looking like just sat by himself. <laughs> I think Larry King is supposed to be one of them as well. Did Michael Jordan like go to strip clubs? Yeah, of course he did. Oh, okay. I don't think you could find an NBA player that didn't go to a strip club at some point in their career. I thought it was all do. about just like basketball. Like, he was like a basketball nerd. Like he just didn't want to like do anything. Oh no. Um, no, he he likes a drink. He likes to gamble. He likes to smoke. He likes golf. He. Oh, okay. He yeah. He's 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 not. He's not Gretzky your... then. He's not like just no. <laughs> He's not your clean-cut nerd. Okay. He's here for a good time. Um, There's one bit... Like, the dancing is great. Um, It is quite sad to watch this type of film. And, like, the men don't appreciate how skilled these people are. Like, not just the dancing, but, like, with the poles and stuff. Like, that's that's impressive what they do. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah... And then a shirt comes off and they just lose their minds. Like, like this is this is impressive things. You should be applauding. Don't just wait for boobies. Um, <laughs> but she does do... Have you seen that Bill Hader dance going around? Yeah. Yeah, she does a little bit of that. Alan. Funny. Yeah, with her like, hands up on like fake glass and like just looking back and forth. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, there's this horrible detective who's like Michael Madsen meets Tom Sizemore that's very creepy with her and then suddenly decides he wants to help her. Um, Burt Reynolds covers himself in Vaseline. There's too many Annie Lennox songs. <laughs> um, and it, the ending is is a full Scooby-Doo ending. I think if you watch every episode of Scooby-Doo, you'll see what an episode that ends exactly the way this film ends <laughs> without like the nudity and such. Nice. But yeah, it is not great but and even worse the saddest part the guy that wrote and directed this film he wrote fletch oh okay 
Yeah, this isn't like some weird horny nobody. Like he's he's done decent. What if films. Like, there's like rewrites and stuff like that. It was like gotta make it more sexy. Yeah, it's just uh, it was yeah, it wasn't great. But, um, you know, not as good as uh, good for them. The cable guy, because I had fun watching this again. Mm, I like the cable. Nah, fuck off. Nah, you don't. Nah. <laughs> um, I found it very funny. I don't find it annoying at all. Um, I the only thing that was like weird to me was a, a mean Jack Black, but he's also really good at it too. I don't Did, know. Was there any moments where it bothered you where there's just kind of this weird daytime soap acting? Did you pick up on any of those? That's just Matthew Broderick. But that's fine. <laughs> Jack Black does one as well. I think when they're at the party and um, Jim Carrey says something to Jack Black about like him having a new best friend or something, or like you know, Jack Black's out of the picture and he just goes, "Oh!" And oh, he goes, he goes that. He's like, "Yeah." Away. Um, directed by Ben Stiller, um, mm. with a weird like uh, Menendez brothers like tie-in. Um, I also found some yeah. fan theories. So if you've never seen the Cable Guy, it's about a uh, Matthew Broderick moves. Uh, he's broken up with his well, he's on a break. From his uh, girlfriend Leslie Mann, and he's on a break, so he rents a whole new apartment to himself because that's yeah. how easy it was back in the nineties. That's you know what his sadness is the only thing that really bothers me in this movie. Like he's he is like not a good friend to Jack Black or anyone. He's just like all I want nope. is to get back with this woman that clearly doesn't like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then he sort of ends up with her at the end, which is which is kind of I, I didn't like that. Um, He's getting his cable installed and he, he encounters um, the cable guy, uh, Jim Carrey, um, who goes under pseudonyms because you find out later that he's been fired from the cable company, but he's um, very good at what he does. Uh, there is a fan theory that is he is the one that murdered the brother that the other brother's on, in court for. Ah. Um, because if you listen to the tape of... Um, the 911 tape that they play on the court TV, that's actually Jim Carrey doing the voice for that. Oh. Okay. That's a good theory. I like that. That makes yeah. more sense. Uh, because, but yeah, yeah I found it really like funny. The running There's... thing throughout the film is like that the court case people watching on TV. Yeah. And then it gets to the end and it's like, they don't even get to see it. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think I've always had a bit of a, like, I've started to realize now, and I, and I think it's just part of my personality, is that I like an outlier. Like, I like voting or, you know, going for the for the underdog. And, like, in terms of 90s Jim Carrey movies, this one is, like, the underdog. This is the one that sort of broke the mold of, oh, I in a bad way. character in the film. What? I thought you were talking about one of the characters in the film, like, you're rooting for someone. No, no, no. Just, like, you know, I think okay. I like this movie more than, like, Ace Ventura. Like, Ace Ventura was, was okay, or the second one was okay. Um, and then, like, you know, stuff after this. But I, I think this was like a bold choice by him. Uh, Definitely. It, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't very likable in it. And, you know, he could have basically, you know, and we've talked about how this was actually supposed to be Chris Farley. Yeah. Um, that would have been a completely different film. Surely. It's not, even if it's still Ben Stiller, he, it wouldn't be like this. There's a few problematic moments in it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, <laughs> um, but it's, you know, way, way, way less than I thought there was going to be. Um, the music yeah. in it's really good. There's, um, I mean, crackers on it, so whatever. Um, but uh, Jerry Cantrell and Silverchair. Yeah, yeah, and um, also a really good um, <laughs> rendition of "You Want Somebody to Love" by 
<laughs> Jim Carrey. Um, I don't know. I look. Yeah, there's some I'm, nice cameos. I enjoy, like Bob Odenkirk is in it for. Owen Wilson's um, cameo on this. Um, the best thing about it is when he's being beaten up by um, Jim Carrey. He is legit laughing. Yeah, yeah, you can see him trying to hold him back. He and he's not trying very hard. Like that was. Oh, just... But um, I do have to correct you. I don't think we can call Owen Wilson a cameo. This was his second film. Yeah, after um, Clay was it? Not Clay. Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. Sorry, not Clay. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah, it's only his second film. And there's obviously there's something going on with him, and Ben Stiller. Maybe they it, they blossomed on the set of this. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I think it's great. Um, <laughs> me and my wife <laughs> will occasionally just walk up behind each other and go, "The path where it is, <laughs> nipple." <laughs> uh, I'll admit I've uh, played that game many many times, <laughs> and I think I still do it with Laura's brother, as you may have. Uh, got a message while we were watching it that Laura's yeah. brother is Jim Carrey. Yeah, okay, I can I can see that. Especially in this film too. One one of one of my favorite <laughs> um, readings by uh, Matthew Broderick is when I think he's trying to get him to say foreskin, and Matthew Broderick just goes no. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> There's so many times during this film. All I could picture was B-movie. Oh, yeah, I bet, yeah. Like, his voice is just... I don't know, like, a lot of people like to shit on Matthew Broderick, and I think he's fine. I think he's great. because he hit someone and drove off, but, you know. Oh, come on, don't bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, come on, though, he shouldn't have been standing in the road. I don't think, I don't think that, I don't know, I I haven't looked into that portion of his life, but I don't know whether it... was Was he at fault? No, I believe so. Oh, okay. Um, do you think that Jack Black was going to a Soundgarden show? Because he rocks playing. up all excited and he's wearing a Soundgarden shirt. And he's like, we're yeah. going to a gig. And Matthew Broderick's like, no, I have to go win by my girlfriend that doesn't want me. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to see him go to the Soundgarden show. Um, yeah. by far the best, um, best moment is at the medieval times. It's just. <laughs> did you see Adam Sandler's uh, friend in there? The, yeah, the caddy from Happy Gilmore. And, and Janine Garofalo is the was the um. Yeah, a bit disappointed. Why? Well, she should have known better after Reality Bites. That, uh, <laughs> She's that great. No good. Laura said to me during this, and it's a fine point that this film proves that he had very little to do with the outcome of Reality Bites. Because oh, the script, low. yeah, the script and the. What came out from that film so much better than how cheesy and tacky and poorly put together this film was. I'm sorry, I know you liked it, but it's not great. Red Knight's going down. Down, down, down. <laughs> Jim, Jim Carrey is good. Like, you know, I can't complain. He's being, you know, different. Is not he doesn't usual. stick around for very long, too. That's, I can I, I respect that. Um, also, one of the basketball players in their little pickup game. Yeah. The same basketball player from Blue Chips, uh, the air up there, and basketball. <laughs> you have to admit when he does the running back and forth, <laughs> he's stretching. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It is my movie of the um, month, and it will not be a, taken by, by, by anyone else. <laughs> is there a version where he dies? I feel like when I watched this as a kid, the the satellite thing pierced through him and he died. No. Nah. No? No. Nah. Maybe just wanting yeah. that. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, my movie nah. of the month. It's my movie of the month. So suck it. Um, let's go. Oh, actually, before we go, I, the... I wish you could say it's my movie of the month and then just run away down the hall so <laughs> and dispute it. Well, like he's an incredible guy. I'm yeah. going now. Hello. <laughs> no, when when they first set up their little date, it's like pick up a six, and he just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the US box office was the number one was The Rock, uh, number two was Mission Impossible, number three was Twister, number four was Cable Guy, and number five was Eraser. So nice work Interesting. There. Let's go on to TV. Um, there's just one show I want to talk about quickly. Um, it was a show that sound, sounds very, very... Uh, uh, mean spirited. Um, when you when you, when you, oh. you hear about it, so it's a game show called Debt, and it was when people, real life people with debt would come in and try and win their debt, their debt like repaid. <laughs> that sounds just, great. It just sounds I don't know, but it sounds very show. it sounds very exploitative. Um, and it yeah. but it lasted for uh, quite a few years, like all, I mean up until nineteen ninety eight. Um, and I think they. They made quite a few episodes, but yeah, it's um, I don't know. You can you can watch old old uh, episodes of it on YouTube, but everyone looks very sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and the uh, and the the host is way too um, happy, and it's just like it just seems like there might be something going on behind the scenes. I think it's like <laughs> whoever loses goes into a Hunger Games situation. I don't know. <laughs> Um, well, if you lose, you just go home with the same debt that you had. <laughs> We're going to give you some more debt. You've got to pay for your way. <laughs> I've got to say, though, that show would fucking kill right now. Oh, I'm waiting for something to be coming coming out about that. Like, you know, it's just like, why not have fun with this? It's like when, like, you know, my wife was watching Hunted, which is on, like, Paramount. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it's just people, like literally been hunted by like an elite sort of squad of um of uh ex cops and lots of stuff and I was like this is just kind of reality. <laughs> is it super just... cheesy though? Uh yeah it's bad but she loves it and I'm like and I'm just yeah it's the point I want we Yeah. We watched the British one with uh James A. Caster on it. There's no it's... celebrities on this one. This is all real people. Yeah, well that's dumb. I don't want to <laughs> see that. Uh, but this point takes us, takes us to the point of the show where uh, we go through all the guests that were on Conan because we're big Conan O'Brien fans. Um, we do it to the tune of The River of Dreams by uh, everybody's Lord and Saviour, Mr. William Joel, who um, I believe is on tour with uh, Stevie Nicks at the moment. So uh, I will get my timer out. <clears throat> uh, it is it is a bit of a short month. Uh, we may have well, actually it's not that short. Uh, it's shortish. We had a lot of events going on. So five, four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> June fourth with TBA. Then David Brown of RuPaul, <laughs> Freshman's Alan King, Louis C.K. Kirsty Swanson, Terry Garlash, Grand Radio Clam, Norm McDonald, Rita Rudner, Sony Burgess and Rosie Floors, Dennis Franz, Dave Chappelle. Jack Corso, Bill Mage, Mario, Junior, Mark Lick, Poe, Bansilla. <laughs> Colin Quinn, Mysteries of Life, Rosie O'Donnell, Rich Hall, and Amy Ray. 
<laughs> Epic Man, Harold Mazzano, Goldfinger, Matthew Roderick, Nick DeJuro, John Hanson, Christian Miller, TVA again, Mickey Rena, Vanessa Marcel, Delinquent Habits, China Phillips, Pat Cooper Kids Inventions, Jane Pauley, Harry Ramos, Lost Jackets. Pretty short month. Ah, nice. 44, 45 seconds. I think I think I'm always getting that. Uh, that is, it, is that the pre-chorus? Is the verse? I don't know what it is. Uh, you it, you are butchering it to buggery, but that's okay. Ah, I respect you. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> uh, it's it's every 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 time it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you should try doing it. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on to music. I promised you some uh, some weird inclusions into the Aria uh, um, charts, and it is this little thing called love. Cool. Well, <laughs> this is "Until It Sleeps" by Metal Liquor. Yeah, it sounds like something else. What's that sound like? Uh, I don't know. That's going to drive me nuts, though. There's actually a few songs on this album that sound like they're ripped off from something. I was kind of uh, disappointed that it wasn't, give me fuel, give me fire, give me... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's not fuel. Only one more year. (laughs) Um, so that is, uh, yeah, Until It Sleeps by Metallica, proving that people who are, um, listen to Metallica listen to the radio and wanted that, <laughs> well, obviously you're saying, well, Until It Sleeps. It is like a pretty radio friendly, like they did get a little bit radio yeah. friendly during the, um, the nineties. Um, yeah, there, there is like most bands, there's that divide of their old stuff and their new stuff. Yeah. And this was, if the line wasn't already drawn, it is definitely drawn now. Yeah, and you would you would know from listening to this that I am no no fan of Metallica, um, but uh, I can't say that I'm a fan. But I did have the S and M, the the live one, and the Hero of the Day was on there, which is on this album. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Mm. Don't hate it. Mm. We also had Fast Love by George Michael. Never heard of it. No. Apparently he's got to get up. But there was there was a, a shit. Do you want me to run through who who the artists were real quick? Because there is a lot here. For what? For the releases? Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm still doing the charts. Get off my dick. Ah, oh, he cares about the charts. Fuji's killing me softly. That's all. And then Bone Thugs and Harmony, the crossroads uh, for Billboard charts. All right, go do the releases then. You ready? Yeah. Um. Firstly, don't, this don't one's do on Spotify. Billy Joel. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done anything as Billy Joel. Uh, the Hives was not on Spotify. They're nope. Helicopters, John Farnham, Brian Adams, 18 Till I Die, Grant Lee Buffalo, Gloria Estefan, Digital Underground, Squirrel, Nut Zippers, you just put that in there because the name, Lost Boys, Metallica, nope. Bell and nope. Sebastian, George Clinton, Sloan, Placido, Patti Smith, Nada Surf, Beck, Lower Lover, Primitive Radio Gods, Tony Braxton, Brian Jones, Sam Massacre, <laughs> AFI, Screaming Trees, H2O, Self-Titled Jay-Z, Team Dretch is back, Savage Garden, and Refuse said... Well, the Savage Garden one, I think, was a risk because I think I 
thought it came the single came out, but then I don't know why I put that on there. It's one of those songs I'm like, no, I, I, I put some research into this. I believe it might have been floating around as like a not the finished product. I think that there was this is when they were maybe still like starting out. Yeah, there was um, no album out yet, but I think that single was around yeah. this time. So, um, firstly, anyway, Brian so. Adams. <laughs> Hate him till I die. Um, I, I just remember that the, the, he he got super gross. I fucking hate this song. Yeah, all these songs... Not all of them. A lot of these songs are just like... I'm Brian Adams, will you have sex with me? (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, it actually nearly undoes like the good stuff he's done before this. Like, I thought that song was like... um, uh, It sounds like the... uh, Is it going to just simply irresistible? Like that, yeah, yeah. This is... This song... Do you know what this song's called? No. I want to be your underwear. I, I blame Madonna. What's that? Madonna gave people a license to be sexy and uninhabited and look what happened. You probably no inhibitions anymore. They just... Have you ever heard that um, Prince Charles thing about that thing that he said? About having fat fingers. No, about wanting to be something. Have we, have we, have we ever talked about that on here? No, I don't know. We're going to uh, now. He said that he wanted to be Camilla's tampon. Why would you want that? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the things they. That's one of the things they picked up when they were like, "Is Charles? Um, is Charles being a bit?" You're getting a bit on the side. Or something like that, I think. I'm not saying that periods are gross and that they shouldn't happen. That's you know that is a function and that is okay. But uh, no. yeah, he was he was um, caught on the phone, and he said to Camilla, <laughs> "He wants to be." <laughs> this is what gives people fuel to say that lizards are real. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is a lizard person. As also very British, so he's like. Um, so as to be close to her at all times. <laughs> it even says he's even in. Look, he probably she said, doesn't even really She said know you could be reincarnated as a pair of knickers. And which he joked, knowing his luck, he'd. Ah, yeah. Oh, he did it as a joke? Well, that's what he's saying. I don't think. Well, it's not much better. Anyway, uh, I didn't listen to Grant, Grant, uh, Grant Lee Buffalo. I did listen that to. That was really weird. Really? I gave him a good go because I, I've, previously he's been good. Yeah. So I listened, not the whole album, but. Okay. There was this band I liked in high school called JJ72. Okay. One minute, that's what it sounds like. The next minute, he sounds like Father John Misty. Then suddenly, he's in R.E.M. There's just no like consistency in what these songs are, what this guy sounds like. It was super weird, and I didn't quite enjoy it because I was confused. Oh, yeah, I can see the, the R.E.M.ness of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Digital Underground was great. I've got a bit of a soft spot because we've, we've, we've gone on a journey with them. <laughs> <laughs> they cropped up in Have our we? 1990 season and they've cropped, cropped up every couple of years. Um, there's some nice, nice hip hop. Um, they really didn't go down that gangster thing. They were like, no, we're just going to do what we're doing, which is kind of like, you know, sometimes nerdy, just funny hip hop songs, which is cool. Um, the reason I put Squirrel Nut Zippers on there is because this song mm-hmm. was on there. And it's really hard to find because the actual album that, that 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 it's on is not on. But I found the song that I wanted to put on, 
And I don't know if you've heard this before, but... Is this in the mask? Kind of sounds like it, but it was yeah. post-mask. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's from a TV show or a movie, for sure. Yeah. Um, that song's really cool. It's called Hell, and uh, yeah, right. I like listening to it because it makes me smile. Um, <laughs> I didn't listen to Metallica because it's Metallica. I tried. It's not that exciting. I did listen to Bell and Sebastian, and I loved it. <laughs> I don't know whether it was because it was just a... It was a Sunday morning and I was chilling out and I was playing some Xbox with my kid and I had this on in the background and this just tickled me. I just, I, I really liked it. I went back, I listened to it and I did not enjoy it. So I went back to it after you said it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's very like 80s Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's 1996. No. And if you listen to like their album that came out this year, which I did like um, have been since like I was, was listening to this, it hasn't really changed much. <laughs> it's like it's the same sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I find that really good. So Balance Russian was uh, was quite nice. Placebo was good. A lot more punky than like oh, right, what they would become. Like. It was. Yeah, it was good to listen to. Like, cause I was expecting you know, that um, every me and every you. Yeah, is the voice still whiny? Uh, uh I will get to it. No, don't do that. Just tell me. Uh... Yeah, it is. Yeah, a little bit. Every it's... me and every His you. Voice... Him and Tom DeLonge are just vocals I can, I will never enjoy. I'm sorry. Now, I have to play this. Now, I really wanted the entire album to be a lot better than what it was, but this song... Yeah, same. This is Butthole Surfers and Pepper all over again. Oh, I was just about to say. Yep. Yeah. I actually think... Um, this is popular by Nada Surf, um, who I really like. Um... I've got a feeling, uh, I've got an idea for when, not each season, but I think one of the, one of the many top ten lists that we'll probably do at the very, in the very last season of of the nineties, one would be uh, those landmark nineties songs, like like Pepper and and, and Popular and all that stuff, and and sort yeah. of um, and, and rank them because the, the songs that didn't fit in with the bands themselves. Yeah, just like those. Uh, <laughs> I, I, look, I don't want to call it one hit wonder, but eh, one hit wonder. Um, Speaking of. Um, Sloan have been here before, and they 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 were all right previously. Yeah, I gave this one a couple goes, and it really lives up to the title of "One Chord to Another." <laughs> they um, they get they get, they get very same. I remember listening to the Sloan a bit um a few years ago, and they they do get very samey. Um, yeah. this song was actually I think in this is Primitive Radio Gods. This was actually in Cable Guy. The standing outside a broken, yeah, broken phone booth. Yeah, 
Did you listen to this? Uh, no, no, I did not. I looked at the name and thought, nah. This... I do remember that when, um, before we made this podcast, like when I was listening to these like 90s um, playlists, like this one would always rock up. And I'm not sure why, because like it's great, but you know, it's it's not, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's just fine. Did you venture down the back road? Did I mention that venture down the back road? I love this album. Love it. Do you get snippets of um, what Modest Mouse will become? I don't know enough about, enough about Modest Mouse. Oh. Well, that's your next job. But this is what like like a interstate love song. This is usually on most playlists that I'll have. This I fucking love this song. This is where it's at. Oh, let's I, it out, baby. I'm hopefully going to say something that excites you and blows your mind. Because mm. I don't know many other artists that do this, but a good Beck song is a good Simpsons episode. Actually, okay. Midnight Oil do it as well. Here, here's an example, because I'm sure you're confused. Uh, the new pollution. Yeah. Intro's a little bit long, but nothing to do with the song. Oh yeah, okay. I'd, I'd, like I'd, I'd a little like twenty-second yeah. intro just makes no sense to anything, and then suddenly <laughs> the song starts, and it's great. This, Very weird. This time around is one of the first times for a while that like um I listened to the entire album, and it's, it 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 really goes through quite well. Like um obviously you got like Devil's Haircut. New pollution and and Jack and where's it at? But like where it's at. And Jackass. Jackass. Lord only knows is great. Novocaine's great. Um, Sissy next great. It's, it's just a really really good album. Minus there's a nice little fat bass intro for you. Oh yeah, there is. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of uh, the the sort of because uh, I know that um, there's some pop stuff on there. This is a good song though. This is Tony Braxton. Unbreak um, my heart. Incredible. This is what we need when Mariah's not around. Yeah, and that that album. I mean, that song was um. I would 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 really uh, skip that one when it came up. Oh, yeah, that was that was good. Um, uh, I didn't like AFI were good this time. I don't know, they're fine. Um, I didn't really listen to the Screaming Trees because it didn't have nearly lost. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Julie's Paradise, I think, is the other one. Yeah. Um. um I yeah. I had to listen to AFI and H2O because I live with Laura, and they're okay. H2O is good. I like H2O. And, and Refused. Um, this is the album before their breakout. Apparently. I couldn't find it. Is, is it on Spotify? Because it's not on Apple. I believe it was on Spotify, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I, okay. I, I kind of thought like Apple was a safe one like that had all those albums that like it didn't have that shit going on, but yeah. This is a big reason why we talked about going to Tidal or Apple once, but... Laura and I share a Spotify account. There's so many of her little bands that just are not on anything else. They're just Spotify. I don't know why. But I don't get that, like, like having been in a band, I know that it's just... Oh, but maybe it's free. I know you do have to pay, like, a certain amount to be on Apple. But, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, um, who else? Brian Jonestown Massacre could not nah, be further from their name. Their Satanic Majesty's Second Request. You know they, they released, like, three albums this year. 
Uh, Still at the Gotta Buy Boys. Not John Frusciante. Stop it. Thank God. Um, Team Dretch, uh, it was okay. That was right. Yeah, I like that one better. But yeah, this one's good. I probably should listen to Jay Z, but I didn't. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I just knew, like I mean it was on the background, but yeah, I this one I, I looked to be totally honest. Um I I was telling Mal about this, um the last couple of weeks have been like not like rough. And while I can watch like new movies in that time with music, like I find music's very comforting to me. So like to put on a bunch of stuff that I'd never listened to before. <laughs> <laughs> did not entice me at all. I'm glad yeah. that I eventually did and got like the and like listened to Bell and Sebastian and 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 the placebo and, and but I didn't probably give this give all the bands the the list the 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 same amount of attention that I gave other months and stuff like that just because like just the what's been going on. Um, I don't think I've missed out on that much. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was and there was like there was a lot to get through. Um, I end up sort of just going through and I'm like, well, I'm not going to listen to John Farnham. <laughs> let's just yep. let's just put this out there right now. So you mentioned it before uh, in events, the Tibetan Freedom Concert, but yes. I do have to run through quickly some of the bands that were at it. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, San Fran, they had Smashing Pumpkins, Beastie Boys, A Tribe Called Quest, Pavement, uh, John Lee Hooker, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Rage Against Machines, Sonic Youth, Beck, Foo Fighters, Bjork, De La Soul, Fugees... Um, Yoko Ono was there. I believe Beastie Indie. Boys were instrumental in like putting it all together. Like I think that's where that's that they sort of like, um, yeah, they would uh, be their good boys. Yeah. Um, the weekend before that, they had it in New York City with many of the same, plus Noel Gallagher, U2, Patti Smith, Rancid were there. Uh, ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals. Uh, they did Washington with again more of the same, plus Radiohead, Dave Matthews. <laughs> um, and apparently they, they apparently they raised like a hundred thousand dollars like per i think per show like it was like a yeah. lot of money they raised and stuff so. there was a mil they raised a million at the washington show jesus um and they did like um they also had like traditional tibetan um like session press sessions and like and and um some of their culture on stage and stuff as well like it's yep. yeah and they did it uh around the world as well so there was one there's one in wisconsin for some reason don't know uh, Run DMC, Cult with their Beastie Boys, Blondie, Tracy Chapman, Eddie Vedder. Um, they did it in Amsterdam with Garbage and Blur. What did it, what did Ben Harper was there? Do you, know what, do you know what he's saying? Uh, I, don't, I don't have that news for you. I can find out. Do you want to find out? Oh, that's right. I can, next. S- Sydney had one with oh, um, really? the Avalanches and Neil Finn in the Living End. Huh. Jebediah. Oh. Jebediah. Um. Oh, now I need to know what Eddie did. Hang on. <laughs> so while you look up that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give everyone my uh, my picks for top song and top uh, album. Um, look, it was hard. Um, like the Bell and Sebastian album, I think hearing something that I really liked uh, new uh, hasn't happened for a while, and I'm like, this is really nice. I really like this. Um, having said that, I was like, you know it's not something that leaps off the, off the stereo. Like it's, it's not, it's not, um, you know, <laughs> there's, there's not anthems on here, but it's just really nice to listen to. And, um, you know, I think they've got another album coming out in November this year. So we might, they might sort of creep onto it there. Bill uh, I'm going to give the, is, is your album. What? You said Bill and Sebastian is your album. 
No, no, no. I'm just saying that oh. it could have been. Um, my album oh. is going to be uh, Odelay by Beck because... Hey, uh, seems. Yeah, nice. Um, my song... My song is um, I Want to Be Your Underwear by um, Brian Adams. So, yeah. What's really your song, though? <laughs> really? <laughs> um, look, you tricked me, Tom Sawyer. <laughs> uh, I kind of want that. I do really like that Screw Nuts Ever song, that hell song. <laughs> um, but I'm probably going to have to go with Popular by Nada Surf. Ooh, that was my number two. Uh um, I, I was one? weighing up with um some Beck songs, but then I thought, oh, if it's the album, you know, that will cover that. Yeah. It's got to be Tony Braxton. <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> when I brought it up, you, you seem to be quite enthused by it. But yeah, un, Unbreak My Heart. Yeah. Yeah. How could, how could it not be? I like... It's um, incredible. There's a couple of like uh, key changes in it. It's a really good song. Like She's, yeah. a, she's an amazing singer. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, uh, oh, what's your movie, by the way? Um, before I tell you my movie, I can tell you that uh, at the Wisconsin show, Eddie did Last Kiss, Better Man, Watch Outside, which is a Mono Man cover. Okay. Driven to Tears, the police song. Ooh. Running Out of Time by Dead Moon. Diamonds in the Rough by Dead Moon. Not not a lot of uh, Eddie Vedder content. <laughs> was he? Uh, was he playing he by did... himself? Or... Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. He apparently didn't know how to play by himself at this point. Um, Love Into a Building Fire, Talking Heads. And, of course, I Am a Patriot, which nice. I don't know if that really fits. But, yeah, he did it. Nice. Uh, so, what's your movie? My film, sadly, through lack of choice, is Eraser. <laughs> nice. I'm not giving it to Cable Guy. I refuse. I'd rather give it to Striptease. Fuck you. It's not that Hey, bad. Demi worked very hard to look like that, I imagine. So did probably. Jim Carrey. Shut up. All right. Um, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, it's uh, livingthepastpod at gmail.com or you can go check out our Instagram, which is being updated. Uh, Paul has been working very hard yeah. at doing stuff and I've been having naps on Monday afternoons. <laughs> um, forgot to put the music out for April, but you know, yeah, ah. it's going to happen. They can find it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, please, uh, we'll be up... So we'll, Back again with uh, July. Um, we've got uh, the Rock episode coming up, hopefully. If not, then we'll figure something else out. It could be an Independence Day episode. Oh, yeah. We've got I the Community my, Cup on the uh, 10th of September. Can do my Har- Harvey Firestein impression. David. Um, and, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We've still got a lot of 96 to go. So, uh, please come back and um, thank you for your time. We'll, we'll see you soon. See you, Mount Barker, kids. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Living in the Past. Music by Antigold. Check out his stuff at antigold.bandcamp.com. Artwork by Carly Kagenben. Check out her stuff at carlykagenben.design on Instagram. Or email her, carlykagenben at hotmail.com. Do you like the X-Files? Check out our other podcast, Do You Think I'm Spooky? Available on all podcast platforms. Like what you're hearing? Give us a faster review and a comment on Apple, Spotify, or Chartable. Stay cozy, look back, and relax. We'll see you later.